the Gothic Age, a time shrouded in mystery and unspoken whispers. It's in this age that we start today's tale, one of undying love and cruel betrayal. A tale that trails through the forgotten labyrinth of time, only to reemerge in the throbbing heart of our time, New York. An unusual combination, I must say, but one that weaves a heart-racing narrative of love reborn from the ashes of betrayal. Remember Rosalie and Connor? Two star-crossed lovers, brutally torn apart by treachery. A friend they confided in, trusted, led them to a bleak end. A harsh wrapping to what should have been an enduring love saga. But isn't it said, what's meant to be will always find its way. Even destiny couldn't keep them apart. Their love was destined to bloom again, only this time in the concrete jungle of New York. You must be wondering how. A bizarre sequence of dreams plagued them. Dreams they didn't understand, eerily familiar yet so distant. As if a forgotten chapter of their souls was clambering for release. Little did they know, they were treading on the brink of a reincarnated romance. So about the Gothic Age, it's marked with dark romanticism, isn't it? It absolutely is, Charlotte. Steeped in the macabre and the supernatural, it truly was a unique era. A period that embraced death, mystery, and horror in both arts and literature. It's hard to imagine, given it was centuries ago. Yes, absolutely. The culture was spawned from the fear of the unknown. There was a strange tug of desire to let their creativity explore the morbid and the melancholic. It sounds alluring and cryptic, tapping into fear and curiosity simultaneously. Remember what influenced our lovers, Rosalie and Connor? Yes. Drawings and writings from that era tell us much about their forbidden love. Rosalie, the damsel and Connor, the brave knight, fell in love against the gothic backdrop of shadows and spectral sorrow. This love story, though dark, shakes my heart. Imagine the ordeal. Living through that era, those lovers might have expressed their undying love through arts and poems. Quite fitting for that imaginative culture. Indeed. Their love story, although tragic, spoke volumes about the creative side of Gothic culture. It was darkness and beauty intertwined, a melodious symphony of their eternal love. New York, unlike the Gothic Age, is more a land of skyscrapers, melting pot of cultures, isn't it? Yes, Charlotte. This eclectic city takes pride in its reputation as a cultural melting pot. It's pulsating with life, colorful and vibrant throughout. Quite removed from the atmospheric Gothic antiquity, don't you think? It seems so. The Gothic era was enigmatic while New York is symbol of modernity. Yet both have their mysteries, attracting myriads of art enthusiasts. That's true, Charlotte. The Gothic era was known for its mysterious tales, while New York is, in its own way, a city full of enigmatic stories. Both are a home for unique souls that are touched by art. Could this be what triggered Rosalie and Connor's dreams? This sense of home bridging their lives through centuries? Perhaps. Stories of their past life, influenced by the Gothic era, falling into place in the bustling cosmopolitan New York. Their dreams could indeed have been a secret hint to their past lives, an alluring love story. That's fascinating. While the Gothic era spoke of the unknown, New York is about making the unknown known. It provides a platform to individuals to express themselves. Interesting how they found each other and love in these contrasting eras. 
Let's look at our star-crossed lovers, Rosalie and Connor, more closely. In their gothic existence, they were both lovers so deep in their affection that their love story still echoes centuries later. Rosalie, with her long, raven hair and poetic soul, found solace in Connor's muscular arms and brooding personality. This era, dark and full of myths, has cast long, intricate shadows over their lives in New York. Gothic Rosalie and Connor met that unfortunate end, but life seemed to have granted them another chance in the form of a modern, contrasting reincarnation. Rosalie's poetic personality reincarnated in New York as a passionate journalist, writing pieces that felt strangely familiar to her readers, especially one, Connor. Connor, the once dark and brooding gothic gentleman, re-emerged as a charismatic stockbroker with a knack for closing deals and an inexplicable draw towards Rosalie's articles. That's one evident connection between their past and present lives, their personalities having stayed much the same, acting like a cosmic GPS, brought them together in this life as well. Also, life was different in New York. Unlike the close-knit communities of Gothic times, it was bustling with life, with a shift in focus from mere survival to making a name. Yet, Rosalie and Connor, they fell in love all over again, disregarding their vastly different professions. This time, equipped with maturity of a past life, and navigating through the labyrinth of city life. Being confronted with their evolution from gothic constrictions to the endless opportunities of the Big Apple, it is likely that their past life wounds played a part in their understanding of each other. Maybe even influenced their paths to cross once more? Certainly, Charlotte. The silhouettes of their vast past, apart from bubble-like selves lived in two distinctive times, might have played crucial roles in their reunion. Since death couldn't do them apart, they probably carried the baton of their love to the finish line. Would you consider this reincarnated romance an echo across time? It is indeed fascinating to reflect on how despite their different realities, some parts of their souls remained untouched. Almost as if they were magnets pulling them to each other. Do you remember those vague dreams both Rosalie and Connor shared in the New York timeline? Yes, the ones that felt strangely familiar. Dreams that carried an uncanny resemblance to their past existences. Seems like those dreams were the hidden keys that unlocked the memories of their past. We know that dreams can be a gateway to our subconscious. But in Rosalie and Connor's case, could these dreams have been echoes of their past lives? Given their storyline, we can't discard the possibility. They were attracted to each other in the current life, and having similar dreams wouldn't be entirely coincidental. Could these dreams have acted like a guiding beacon from their past to their present? Right. The dreams not only underpin their connection, but also shed light on the shared history. You have to wonder, did Rosalie's hauntingly beautiful prose, or Connor's uncanny understanding of her writings originate from their shared lucid dreams? A viewpoint shrouded in enigma and reincarnated identity indeed. Would it be possible that these dreams are manifestations of their subconscious trying to reconnect dots scattered over different lifetimes? Well, I don't know exactly. But it's possible that dreams can be like a looking glass into their shared past. It's a hauntingly beautiful concept, isn't it? A reincarnated romance that transcends time and space, reconstructed through the prism of dreams. 
Is love eternal, Clarissa? Can it span not only space, but time? Given our story, the idea isn't hard to entertain, Charlotte. Rosalie and Connor's reincarnated love story is certainly a compelling take. They reestablished their love against stacked odds, centuries apart. Yes, it seems so. But imagine the struggles they must have faced in process. Unfamiliarity mixed with inexplicable familiarity, an intense connection that at first might have seemed baseless. Yes. Imagine having a deep connection and trust in someone without any valid current life explanation. It must be downright frightening. But then again, it's the recognition of that connection that made it possible for them to rekindle their love. That's where trust plays a pivotal role, wouldn't you say? Definitely. You know, they say love is trust. In their case, it was not only about trusting each other, but also trusting their own experiences and feelings. The dreams, the deja vu, the unexplainable longing, reconciling with that, accepting that. It surely is no easy task. And let's not forget, love isn't always about happiness. It carries its own cross, its own set of trials. The mockery they faced from their peers, the confusion, the fear of the unknown, all that comes into play as well. These struggles probably marked the true test of their love. To add to that, they were dealing with echoes of a past life. Echoes that were loud enough to be heard, but vague enough to create confusion. Even then, amidst all the chaos, they sought solace in each other. For them, the other person might have been the one constant in their ever-changing realities. The beacon that guided them into unraveling their past and recognizing their eternal love. Ever dreamt of a place you've never been to, Clarissa? Interesting, but yes. They are so realistic, like I'm living in another time and place. This is where Rosalie and Connor's story gets even more compelling. They had recurring dreams guiding them towards their past life. It's fascinating how dreams can serve as a bridge to our past memories. I can imagine the euphoria and confusion mixing together. How does one discern the two? But go on, Charlotte. Well, it's a mystery, isn't it? Dream recall in itself is a complex process. It's largely influenced by the intensity of the dream and our waking life experiences. But past life dreams have a unique pattern. They tend to be repetitive, extremely vivid, and often feature historical or period-specific details. So Rosalie and Connor's dreams, the ones leading them to unearth their century-old love, what were they like? Their dreams were so rich in detail featuring the Gothic era's architecture, clothing, even period-specific items, all this coupled with intense emotional experiences. These repetitive dreams pushed them down the rabbit hole of reincarnation research, eventually leading them to their past. Their dreams, serving as their guide to a love lost. But how could they trust these dreams? Isn't it possible they were merely constructs of their vivid imaginations? A valid question, Clarissa. Our dreams, they're subjective, resembling a peculiar blend of reality and fantasy. However, many believe past life dreams carry a peculiar sense of profound familiarity, as if we're reliving them. The parallels between these dreams and their real-life experiences in New York were too precise to ignore. And the fact that both of them had these dreams? Yes, the concordance of details in their dreams was what convinced them even more. 
The place, people, events, it was as if they were dreaming the same dream. A known loved one turning into the worst enemy is almost unthinkable, but it's a reality we often confront. Betrayal, a blow inflicted by a trusted one. It's the ultimate plot twist of all twisted tales. Now imagine the sheer trauma crossing over lives, enduring still in the confines of your love story. So Rosalie and Connor underwent such? Betrayed by a friend in their past life? Yes, in the Gothic's age no less. The motif of betrayal in their tragic end was so strong that it echoed across centuries. After their death, it was a wound on their souls that didn't heal. A chilling thought indeed. The betrayal echoing through time. Into their new lives in New York, right? Yes, their reincarnated selves had to face these same hard feelings. Having to trust one another once again, but this time, the stakes were even higher. This wasn't just about love, it was about an enduring closure from their tragic past. But Charlotte, how does one even begin to heal from centuries-old betrayal? Recollecting the past, understanding the betrayal and its context, forgiving the person, and most importantly, forgiving oneself demands time. It's a journey leading to healing and reconciliation. For Rosalie and Connor, remembering was the first step. And it was through their dreams, right? Yes. As they uncovered their past lives with surreal dreams, they began dealing with that unresolved pain. It's essential to face past traumas for a healthier present life. Unless these wounds are acknowledged, they persist. They bleed into our existence. Makes sense. Letting go of past hurts and finding closure. They sought their closure in their reincarnated romance. And what's more striking is that they didn't allow this betrayal to overshadow their reincarnated love. A testament to their undying love for one another, they embraced it, fostered it, once again in a whole new era. Their love story seems a poish tale-turned-transformation story. Chilling yet liberating, shadowed yet inspiring. Their courage and perseverance to seek closure despite the betrayal is truly commendable. So, Clarissa, to truly understand Rosalie and Connor's journey, shouldn't we explore how they investigated their past life? Yes, Charlotte. To do that, we need to delve into the domain of past life regression therapies, a fascinating field where trained practitioners help individuals remember and interpret their past lives. Ah, aren't these therapies based on the premise of reincarnation and karma? Yes. In fact, practitioners often use guided imagery or hypnosis to help individuals uncover memories from previous lives. An uncanny process, some would say. Rosalie and Connor were no strangers to unusual dreams, abstract fragments of their former era. Those snippets served as their first clues. But often, unraveling these mystical threads requires more than just self-introspection. That's where past life regression comes in. By revisiting and resolving issues from past lives, it is believed that one can often overcome challenges in the current life. Indeed. In Rosalie and Connor's love story, delve into past sojourns was necessary to heal the wounds of betrayal, to understand, to forgive, and to ultimately reclaim their connection in the currents of New York. An eternal love rejoined despite the testaments of time. The past carried with it betrayals, but also a beckon for closure. Their romance seems to speak louder than any single life, echoing through existence. A testimony to the undying bond of two souls across ages. Their investigation was not merely an act of curiosity, but a necessity. 
a quest for healing and understanding. Past life regressions allowed Rosalie and Connor to re-examine their previous lives in the Gothic era, to process their experiences under a new light. A truly captivating eternal tale. One that teaches us about the power of love, the importance of forgiveness, and the remarkable possibility of life beyond a single existence. Rosalie and Connor started remembering fragments of their past lives through dreams. But dreams aren't the only trigger, are they, Clarissa? No, they aren't, Charlotte. A variety of experiences can sometimes tap into one's past life memories. These can range from visiting an eerily familiar place, meeting someone who seems to hold a significant place in your heart despite being a stranger, or even being in a life-threatening situation. These instances are often described as uncanny or deja vu experiences. It's interesting to think that such everyday instances can unexpectedly push us into a vortex of our past lives. In Rosalie and Connor's case, their meeting triggered the recall of their past romance in the Gothic age. That's a crucial point, Charlotte. It indicates how powerful connections can persist beyond a single lifetime. Theories suggest that souls tend to reincarnate in groups, repeatedly interacting with the same souls to resolve karma and grow spiritually. That sounds so complex yet engrossing. I wonder how major emotional events like birth, marriage, betrayal, or even death of close ones would influence past life recollection. Well, Charlotte, it's still debated among researchers. Some believe major life events, particularly trauma, can potentially uncover memories from previous lives. Recurring themes or patterns across lifetimes could also take shape based on such pivotal events. Makes sense, like Rosalie and Connor's betrayal and tragic demise in the Gothic era still resonates in their present lives in New York. Yes. Their past was intricately tethered to their present, forcing them to confront their painful history and find closure. Therefore, their reincarnated love was not just a chance occurrence. It was a timeless longing for eternity and a cry for resolution, a reunion that was necessary. Their reunion was rather extraordinary, wasn't it, Clarissa? Rosalie and Connor, two souls intertwined not only by fate, but by an everlasting bond. Their love, steeped in every shared glance, every touch, every shared conversation. Reincarnated in New York, they were drawn to each other as if guided by an unseen force. Like niches formed in a concrete city, their interactions held moments of undeniable chemistry, stoking the flame of their eternal love. Their relationships in both lifetimes had striking contrasts, yet certain elements remained eternally ingrained. Love, in their case, wasn't merely a transient emotion. It was a palpable force, an entity independent of the bodies they inhabited. How they navigated their feelings in a bustling city like New York, after being torn apart in the Dark Ages, says a great deal about their commitment to each other. It underscores the point that love isn't confined to a single lifetime. And it begs the question, wouldn't this persistence across lifetimes imply a higher purpose? That love holds more weight than the fleeting nature commonly ascribed to human emotions? Absolutely. The concept of eternal love, Charlotte, transcends the conventional understanding of love. It carries with it the implication of soul bonds, karmic connections, and spiritual growth. For Rosalie and Connor, their love wasn't merely an emotion. It was an integral part of their spiritual journey. 
So are you suggesting that Rosalie and Connor's eternal love might in fact be an agreement of souls to meet, grow, forgive, and love each other? That the force binding them together held an element of their shared spiritual evolution? That's an intriguing perspective, yes. Perhaps their captivating love story serves as a reminder of the true essence of love, the commitment to growth, understanding, and forgiveness. It's a testament to the potential held within reincarnated love, that despite the pain from their past lives, they chose to relight the flame of their eternal love in this one. Clarissa, how do past life traumas potentially affect our present life? This is a fascinating component, Charlotte. From a psychological standpoint, individuals could carry residues of past traumas into their present, often manifesting as inexplicable fears, phobias, or even physical ailments. So in the context of Rosalie and Connor, their tragic end in the Gothic era was nothing short of a remarkable trauma. Perhaps their modern selves bore the brunt of that. That's conceivable, even though it's ground we tread lightly upon. Their love story was intercepted brutally, and that hurt wouldn't vanish in the ether. It might have followed them into their reincarnated life. Their dreams exploring fragments of their past life? Could that have been their subconscious attempting to address the unresolved traumas? Possibly, dreams are often seen as an outlet for unresolved issues. The unconscious mind, when unburdened by the demands of reality, could be attempting to address these lasting scars in dreamland. This conversation opens up the floodgates to an ocean of thoughts. Yet it'd be interesting to discuss the concept of healing from these past traumas as well. Absolutely. Despite limited understanding, psychologists believe in the power of forgiveness, acceptance, and closure to heal. In fact, with Rosalie and Connor, their second chance in the modern world gave them the chance to find this closure, to heal from their past lives' brutal end. Threading this narrative to reincarnated love, their unresolved feelings, the lack of closure, are what perhaps propelled them to meet again. Their love in this life thus became their healing as well. That's a beautiful perspective, Charlotte. It's a testament to the shared journey of their souls, to reclaim love, trust, and closure, spanning lifetimes. Isn't the very essence of this story, Clarissa, about love and closure, superseding the constraints of time? Absolutely. The narrative pulls at our heartstrings, showing us how love can be an undying force. It transcends time and space, making the impossible possible. Rosalie and Connor's love established roots in the Gothic era, blossomed in the present, and showcased the beauty of unity beyond mere time parameters. Despite the tragedy in their previous life, their journey, while painful, led to their reunion. Isn't that beautiful in its own way? But still, could their eternal love have been any easier if not for the tragic end in their previous lifetime? It's tempting to consider, Charlotte. We must understand, though, that life or lives, for that matter, aren't always filled with roses. Hurdles appear, often shaping us, serving as catalysts for growth, teaching us lessons, the worth of closure, for instance. It's interesting you say that, Clarissa. I've also pondered about their eternal bond, perhaps the turbulence forged it, their brutal end, the dreams, the painful discovery of their past trauma and their conscious decision to trust again. Precisely. Their love story, while romantic, also serves as a testament to the strength of humans to endure, heal, and love again, 
even across different lifetimes. Theirs is a tale that sheds light upon unfathomable strength, venerates love and leaves us with a profound message on closure's indispensable nature. It indeed makes you ponder about how such complex emotions can influence our lives. Well said, Charlotte. Their story, while enchanting, undoubtedly leads us to an exploration of the depths of human emotions, the transplantation of the essence of love, and the quintessence of closure across the chasm of time. Did you ponder, Clarissa, the legacy these high-intensity emotions might leave behind, influencing subsequent lives? I did, Charlotte. While my understanding orbits around the scientific realm, the potency of their love did move me to think beyond. I don't know the depths of reincarnation, but what's fascinating is how humans evolve with the assimilation of experiences and reactions to emotions over time. The possibility that emotions could carry over multiple lifetimes intrigued me too. Who could imagine that centuries-old gothic love could blossom in the heart of New York? It's certainly a captivating concept. Were you as intrigued about the dreams hinting at their past lives? Yes, the dreams weaved a tapestry of their hidden past, awakened their buried truths. Personally, it astonished me how dreams, which are intangible, held such tangibility for love and the air of mystery around it. Dreams can indeed be a profound realm construct, shaping experiences and driving life-altering decisions. As someone who leans towards a logical perspective, what were your thoughts around their decision to trust again? The science of trust-building nuances me, but Rosalie and Connor's decision underscored the universal power of trust. Their conscious choice to embark on trust's path again reflected their strength. Nature portrays a strong inclination towards healing, and they were no exception. Weaved through time, their tale serves as a beacon of eternal love, resilience, and strength. Indeed, a testament to love's timeless transcendence. Our tale unwinds and dances across history, as darkness succumbs to dawn, leaving a conclusion of eternal love burning brightly, a message that resonates across realms, telling a tale of love's undying essence. Rosalie and Connor's journey from the Gothic era to the heart of New York paints an intricate canvas of trust reborn through understanding and acceptance. It reminds me of an old quote, Trust isn't something you've lost or gained. It was always there, like hidden pearls in the sea's depth, waiting to be discovered again. These pearls are love, trust, understanding, and the indomitable spirit of resilience. From a purely scientific perspective, the power of emotional connections to transcend lifetimes fascinates me. One lifetime doesn't seem enough to accommodate the extraordinary depth of feelings, leading me to wonder, could there be more? Riding on that thought train, Clarissa, dreams in the reincarnation scenario indicate to the possibility of emotional imprints. But isn't it astonishing how they led Rosalie and Connor back to each other? Yes, and even more so, considering our understanding of dreams. They are images and fantasies captivating sleep's realm, often unexplained. Yet for Rosalie and Connor, they served as memory bridges to their eternal love. Articulating the beliefs of reincarnation aside, this concludes today's tale with the notion of emotional imprints. Perhaps someday, science might unveil the legitimacy of such profound concepts. Every story narrated here leaves an imprint, etching an undying narrative of love that transcends time and realms, offering soul-stirring conversations about reincarnated love, 
making our time here worthy.